Let me see if my waves are working. I can Yay. see waves. Oh, there's a song in there somewhere. I can see the waves. That's a on terrible song. Don't be like that. Mate. No, you don't. <laughs> right, superb. So Everyone, be quiet. Starting. Don't listen right. to him. Make noise. It's fine. <laughs> right, let's do the clapping. You sound old man. <laughs> so we're middle aged, thank you. The middle aged indie kids. What are we going to do? Clapping. So uh, was it three then three or was it four then three? I can't remember, Chris. Three then three and a robotic voice, please, because it's the eighties. I can't do a robotic voice. Uh, do you know how to do one? I'll go for it. I'll go for it. Yeah, you go. Go for it. One, two, three. I'm just going to put it out there that your robotic, your robotic voice sounded German. What, what do we think that is? Do you think there's an underlying <laughs> message in your subconscious okay. about German people? And I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't go there. Guys, guys, you're going to have to wait. My internet has just died. I don't know what's happening. Nah, we can hear you. Chris clapped and then Matt clapped. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Do you want to do the clap again? I don't know what's happening with mine. Yeah, I clapped and Matt clapped after me. Yeah, well. Yeah, that's what I saw. No, I, I think I clapped at the right time. I think you clapped before me. No, you me. didn't. No. <laughs> I clapped before you because I'm the clapper. Right, okay. Well, let's just do the robotic voice again. Uh, maybe less racist and we'll do the clapping again. One, two, three. Still a bit racist, Chris. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. All our German contingencies out there listen to us right now thinking, why does he think we're humanoids? What is going on there? I don't, I don't think we've got any Germans yet, so it's fine. No, I think we have. I, I think we've got international. And you've just got rid of them. Yeah, I date it. In one f- foul swoop. <laughs> Con- confined to this little island forevermore. Audience. United Kingdom, United States, Kingdom of Jordan, France, Venezuela, and the Netherlands. Kingdom no of Germans. Jordan? Who the hell is listening to us in the Kingdom of Jordan? I don't know, but he's loving it. To our listener who is in Jordan, thank you. Thank you for listening to us. You probably didn't understand what was going on and just stumbled upon us by mistake, but we thank you and think you come from a great land. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Right. Uh, should we do drinks? I missed yeah. all of that because my internet cut out. Sorry, Dick. Say that again. I said I missed all of that because my internet keeps cutting out. It wasn't funny. You missed I don't know nothing. what's going on with mine. Well, that's okay then. Superb. Well, just just know if I'm not saying anything, it's because my internet's dying. I don't know why it is, but seems to be having a problem. This is going to be really annoying because if there's a delay in you hearing things and you're actually recording in time for a change, we won't know. I'll still be having to position you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing it to sabotage you, Matt. Indeed. Right, let's do drinks. Nick, are, are you? is your STD still in full flare? Are you able to partake in the old alcohol this week? No, unfortunately, I've still got another day of tablets, oh, so... Nightmare. Just a so, fizzy drink. What fizzy drink are you having? Coke or something, I think, yeah. Coke. Superb. Uh, you're hearing spirits, that's yeah. the main thing, drinking the alcohol spiritually, which sounds a bit weird. Chris, what are you drinking? I have gone back to the classic, Innocent Gun. Ah, so so not their, their related cousin that you were drinking last week, you've gone back to the original source. That's the original source, because there, there wasn't any left. Okay. It's what Aldi is, isn't it? You go and sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. I don't really go to Aldi, if I'm being honest. So I we've should got do. one quite near us. Yeah, so we've got one around the corner, but we've also got Tesco, and just tend to go to Tesco. I don't like change. Mm. Better selection, but very expensive. Yeah, well, no, no, you get the club card thing, and it makes everything cheap. Mm. Okay, mm. cheaper. <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah, cheaper. Mm. 
You used to work for Tesco, Chris. You should be loyal. In 1995? <laughs> doesn't matter. Oh, Jesus. Once a Tesco worker, always a Tesco worker in my eyes. You should be showing your loyalty. <laughs> That's insane. We used to buy all the best CD singles from Tesco. The cheap produced <laughs> ones when they used to go down to 50p. We'd be there. Scavenging like the little whores that we are. Just to check, Chris, you've got two drinks tonight. One in the glass, one in the can. Very good. Marvellous. Okay, so drinks are out the way. Chris, take us through the intro. Okay, we are on episode nine, and it's a 1980s special. Not through choice, just because that's what the list said. It's The Smiths, The Queen Is Dead versus The Pixies. Do little! Superb. Marvellous. Which album shall we start with? The Smiths is higher up the chart, so... Okay, well, Smiths just wins, so shall we go into the playlist? <laughs> Smiths just... Out, outwardly win, don't they? You see, I didn't think it was going to be as close as it was, but because I was listening to them all week, I was enjoying both albums. But when you actually sit down and go through and score each song, uh, it's pretty obvious, and it's pretty it, it's, it quickly emerges as the winner. But there we go. So yeah. I'm trying to find my spreadsheet that I did, and I shall go through my tens as that is what we do every week. And I wouldn't hate to deviate from what we deem as acceptable. Could we deviate? It's so boring listening to your fucking spreadsheet. <laughs> you love my spreadsheet, Nick. So I do. So there's there's a lot of tens uh, ten scores in this album, isn't there? So starting off, the Queen is dead is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, just unbelievable. Frankly, Mr. So Shankly cool. is probably my favourite song on the album. I put, I mean, I love it. I put, it's almost granny music, though. It's coming no! close. Why, why would you say that? Because it's just got that granny bass going frankly, on, isn't Mr. it? Frankly, Mr. Shankly, this position I've held. It pays my way, but it's a bit, yeah. I didn't realise. Why'd you stop us getting into that? We could just literally sing the whole bloody album. We could, it's so good. The lyrics are so good, but I, it is, it's a little bit granny, but he obviously does it so well that it, it's acceptable. I remember the first time I heard this album and I looked at that song title and I thought, I'm going to hate that. That's just going to be the shittest <laughs> song ever. Who would write a song called Frankly Mr. Shankly? And then I remember listening to it thinking, actually, this is kind of great. And yeah. I still don't understand why, but it is. It's just the lyrics. Okay, Morrissey's so- got some dodgy lyrics though, but they're always great. Yeah. Dodgy rhymes, dodgy well, lyrics, but they work so well. Nobody else could get, could get away with it, and that's the magic no. of Morrissey. If you turned up at my house tomorrow and said, Matt, I've got this great song, and I said, Conquest, what's it about? <laughs> he said, right, it's about this guy called Mr. Shankly, and we're calling it, frankly, Mr. Shankly. I'd be like, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> but it works. It absolutely works. Okay, so uh, the next song on the album, I Know It's Over. So I scored this an eight. It's a great song, but I just didn't think it was 10 territory. Anybody disagreeing with that? Anybody think it's a 10 or lower? Or an eight or no, lower? No, I've got really good, um, but it's, yeah. It's sl- it's hard to make a slow song a 10 in my eyes. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, the next one, Never Had never had No One Ever. What do we think? What would you guys give it out of 10? Uh, so, A... Why have they put two songs to, slow songs together in the album? Not a good idea. It really slows the album down. I think that's a really bad place to put it. And, in my opinion, excluding the instrumentals, it's the worst song the Smiths ever did. Oh, okay. So, you, you put, I, I, I scored it like uh, a nine. I know. Yeah, Do you I think it's completely and utterly dull? Yeah, but I like dull. I like slow and dull and morose. <laughs> And it's after I know it's over, which is a better song as well. So it it it, it just no, stacks see, up so badly. I, I preferred never had no one ever. I don't know why I just did. Wow, 
So no. I had I had a rummage, you know, like I like to have a rummage. <laughs> I don't know and what that means, some, Chris. What does that mean? <laughs> I like to have a rummage in the B sides. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, could it have had something better? And we could have had a sleep, which again's ah, quite ballady. Yeah, yeah. Unlovable. Hmm? Rubber ring, or the instrumental money changes everything. Okay. We could we could maybe have had panic, but the album came out in June, and they recorded Panic in May. Panic so I don't know if 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 it could have if it could have been on the album, but obviously if it could have, Bang Panic on there, it's far better. Yeah, I I, I fully agree that Panic's but it, the best. It might song not there. have existed. <laughs> so the next song I fucked up with. So on the spreadsheet I sent over, and I scored seventy eight and eight, but I listened to it on the way home, and I thought this is way better than eight. And I listened yeah. to it again. And I thought, this is 10. Why did I score 8? I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's so, amazing. I think it's a 10. So, yeah, it's brilliant. So I think that's going to take my 9.3 score even higher. Well, I don't think it's going I, to because I, I understand my I put genius. Yeah. I put genius. Seventh Gates is amazing. I don't know why I didn't... I know the song, and it could be one of those ones where I've just heard it too many times. It wasn't sinking in until I was in the car again. Uh, okay, next is a 10, 100%. Uh, it's Big Mouth Strikes Again. No? I... So, you know Big Mouth Strikes Again? I do. And... Boy with the hot thorn on his side. I'm like, they're overplayed. But there's and, a reason you know, for that, surely. And I kind of skip them quite a lot because <gasps> they're so overplayed. But okay. I listened to the album as an album and I just absolutely fucking enjoyed them so much. They're so good. I don't know if I just was in the right mood or it was just the way it was all working and they were just brilliant. They really are. So they're when tens. we came to this, I'm like, yeah, when we came to it, I'm like, oh, they're overplayed. I'm not going to like them. But really, really enjoyed both of those songs. Yeah, yeah, that absolutely amazing. Fantastic. Okay, so uh, we've covered two off there, so let's jump to Vicar and a Tutu. So I scored this eight. I think it's all right. I don't think it's the best song. What do we think? Yeah, it's all right. Almost granny music. <laughs> so I should score a <laughs> ten. What? I need to go back and listen and see if I can change my score, clearly. <laughs> I mean, it's funny and clever, but it is, it's, yeah. Okay, uh, we're down to the last two songs, and I think both of these are tens. Spoiler Just, alert. yeah. There's Light That Never Goes Out. It's probably one of the greatest songs of all time. I just absolutely love it. Uh, I had a yeah. t-shirt that said that on it, and I wore it for a good 15 years until it actually fell apart. Uh, oh, speaking of t-shirts. Oh, have you got a t-shirt? Ah, superb. Louder, no Meets and Murder. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it's the wrong album, but, yeah. you know. It's still good. It really is the wrong album, yeah. <laughs> so There's Light That Never Goes Out. Absolutely amazing. And Some Girls Are Bigger Than Others, which I think, if I had to choose my best songs in the album it would be between frankly mr shankley big mouth strikes again and some girls bigger than others i wouldn't be able to choose between them because they're all phenomenal i i'd say the same but swap out that for queen is dead for frankly mr shankley mm, okay do you have you heard the live version of some girls are bigger than others it's got a hidden verse no i don't think i have i probably have yeah. but i don't recall it it goes on the shop floor there's a calendar as obvious as snow as if we didn't know I love that, like an extra nice verse in the live version, and it's not on the album version. I love bands that do things like that. See, just the Smiths, whenever they did did those Peel sessions and the live versions, I absolutely loved them. There seemed to be like a, a different energy when they play live. So Handsome Devil, the Peel oh. sessions version is by far the superior version. Every time I listen to another version of Handsome Devil that's not the Peel version, I just think it just doesn't work as well. It's so strange. Yeah, so much energy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just love them. I would have loved to see that. Wait, can I, can I just point out a second, right? The secret verse that they did, they rhymed snow with yeah. no. <laughs> really? 
What the kind of shit is that? Mercy is allowed. I mean, that's not genius. That's just ridiculously. <laughs> it's absolutely allowed if it's mercy. Schoolboy could do that. See, this is the kind of thing. We'll... Nah, I don't agree with that. Mercy can go <laughs> fuck himself. <laughs> We said this at the start, though. Like, Morrissey gets away with anything, so Snow and Nose find in my eyes if it's Morrissey. Absolutely. Yeah. If it's Brett, probably not. But nope. if it's Morrissey, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nick, have you got any final thoughts on this album? Because me and Christine have just gone through it really, really quick. Where do you land Morrissey, on it? You know. Well, you, you guys both suck off Morris if he appeared at your oh, front yes. door, so what am I going to add to it? You know, I like the Smiths, but not that much. <laughs> uh, you know. I was listening to it this morning, actually, and I was really enjoying it, and I was trying to decide between this and, obviously, the other album, The Pixies, and honestly, I don't really know. For me, it depends what mood you're in. If you want to listen to Pixies, it's a different mood for me. Smiths, the Smiths, you definitely, for me, got to be in the right mood. You know, if you're not in the mood for the Smiths, it just sounds like twatish, <laughs> middle-class wank. But if you're in the mood for it, it's fun. Superb. So to sum up your view on the Smiths, it would be some bands are better than others. I mean, I've been waiting all all day to say that joke. All day. (laughs) Non-stop. Planning. That was a bad joke. That was a Morrissey joke. It was so bad. I was just determined to get that fucker in there somewhere. Wonderful. Okay, <laughs> well uh, should we move on from the Smiths? Are we happy? I mean, that's a 9.3. That's probably one of my best scoring albums that we've had. So I haven't so, got a lot more to add to that. Chris, anything? I was like to discuss. Thoughts? I was like to discuss the artwork. Ah, yes. So I know and, it's green. And I also think it's green with a mani sort of lying down as if he's on a grave it's or something. Always a fucking naked mani, yeah, isn't it? I think oh, it's it like one of their worst cover arts because they've got some great cover arts. I think this is just a bit rubbish so are we thinking that this is a gentleman who's come across the news that the queen is in fact dead and he's just having a moment out to, to soak oh, it up yeah. could be it's very shakespearean isn't it that yeah. title and that picture yes and it, it's weird as well because the, the queen you know is dead so <laughs> what, is morrissey in fact a prophet <laughs> no because <laughs> at some point she was gonna die wasn't she okay so is he just a clever statistician. Statistician? Is that a word? <laughs> no, he just wanted her dead. Did he want her dead? I, I think he's... I've, I know from the Morrissey documentaries that I've watched, he quite likes the elderly ladies. He lives in Hollywood and he has a few relationships with an old, with a few old Hollywood stars, so... Maybe... Is he still going out her. with Jake? Is he what? Is he still going out with Jake? Who's Jake? Remember there was, like, some guy in the nineties that he was going out with and he used to... Was it not Jake's arse and Morrissey's head was next to enough album cover or something? Is he gay, Morrissey? Definitely. I just thought he was definitely bisexual. I just thought he didn't, he didn't indulge in humanly pleasures such as like fancying people and snogging and fingering and such things. I just thought he was above yeah. all that. He was on a different plane. No, there was this guy called Jake in the nineties, and he was doing stuff with him. I'm if sure I, they were more than I just Google Morrissey and Jake now. What would I see on the images? Would it be Morrissey and an ass? Because I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm sure there's something. It's either a hand on an arse or his face next to an arse. Morrissey. I'm sure there's Morrissey, something to do with an arse. Is it Jake Walters? So there's n- there's there's I no wasn't arse friendly terms there. with there's him. There's just a picture of Morrissey and a guy taking this photograph. Oh, okay. I've always been quite jealous of Morrissey's physique because he's, uh, you know, back in the day he, he he wasn't muscly but he wasn't fat either. He always had a pretty good physique on him. Bless yeah. Him. 
He does good quiff. And he's a good Hearing quiff. aid, bunch of flowers. Yeah, always got, got his, the chest. Got his chest out. If you got it, flaunt it. Right. I'm going to have to edit all this shit out later, so let's move on to the pixies. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, yeah, sorry. Debaser. So I haven't got a lot of thoughts on this one, if I'm being honest. I mean, I'll get up my spreadsheet. Uh, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys because I don't like to lie. Uh, I haven't only listened to this album twice in, during this week because it's just been a mad week. I'd listened to it. Ooh, you need more I'd listened than to that it previously it. a few years ago. So I was listening to it thinking I remember these songs. Okay. Uh, I probably didn't play it as much as The Queen is Dead because I was actually enjoying The Queen is Dead to the point where I was putting on them, putting it on again afterwards because I was loving it that much. Uh, I think a lot of the Pixies do this album. I don't think it's their finest work, if I'm being honest. I think I much prefer Surferosa. Uh, and I think a lot of it's quite the samey. But there are some tens on there, so, so let's discuss. So, my first ten was Debaser, which I think's probably yeah, one of the best songs on the album. Just genius, isn't it? Uh, my second ten was Wave of Mutilation. Although, again, I don't think it's the best version. There's there's another version. I can't remember which album it's on. I think I first came across it on the '80s film Pump Up the Volume, the soundtrack. It was the main song off there, and it's like a slower version of Wave of Mutilation. Yeah, it's called the UK Surf version. It's just a B-side from uh, this album. Well, I much prefer that version. It's just nicer. But I still gave this a 10 because it's a great song. Uh, my third 10 was Here Comes Your Man, which is just amazing. And you guys aren't, aren't going to be surprised at my last 10. It's uh, Monkey's Gone to Heaven, which everybody loves. So we've, we've got four 10s, and I love all four of those songs massively. Uh, but then I think there's a lot of tracks that are very very similar in ilk so f- first one I've yeah. got Tame which I scored an 8-4 I, it's good it's loud it's shouting yeah it is and I think that's what gave it an 8 because I do like it when he's just screaming Tame during the chorus you're Tame or I'm Tame whatever it was that was okay I like that uh, I Bleed I thought was weak I gave that a 6 I couldn't remember that one I remembered most songs on the album uh, from years ago but that one yeah. it might as well have just been a new song for me I just didn't remember it so it's quite good it does a loud quiet thing well yeah but again they do that quite a lot don't they yeah so so after I Bleed I had Dead which I thought was a bit bit lame I gave that a 5 I yeah I put didn't like the verse at all but really liked the chorus guitar we had a really cool chorus guitar yeah but can you like a song because of one guitar element probably not <laughs> So <laughs> next we've got Monkey Gone to Heaven, which we've already which we've already talked about. But after that, we've got Mr. Greaves. I gave that a seven. I thought it was probably one of the uh, better yeah, tracks. It's all right. Uh, out of the middling Crackety tracks, Jack. it's one of the stronger it's ones. Uh, Crackety Jones. Now I like the story behind this one. It's about when he uh, f- Frank Black lived in a in a flat share with a Puerto Rican flatmate who was a bit mental. So I kind of like there's a is it Mexican I don't know Puerto Rican vibes in there, and it's it's a bit of a story in there, but it's still it's still only a seven. It's not great. Yeah. Uh, la la, I love you. Uh, no la la, love you. I thought again lame. I didn't like it. Five. I don't get it. I see it's stupid, right? But you know when you've heard it loads of times, it's quite cheery and quite fun okay. with its whistles and stuff. It's probably because I haven't heard it. I think loads, if you listen to it more, yeah. it 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 grows on you a bit. Okay, next I have number 13, Baby. Uh, I, I gave it a six. It was, it's all right. I've got the same thing. <coughs> Took a few listens, but really like it. Okay. Uh, again, I don't, I don't not like it. I just, I think if you, 
I was listening to The Smiths where nearly every song's a masterpiece and I was coming onto this and I think it just felt yeah. like it was a bit middling after that. Maybe if I listened to it I, against I, something else I would have yeah. preferred it more. Uh, There's weeks where this would have won, I think. Maybe. There Goes My Gun is... Uh, I scored that eight. As again, I like that one. It's good. Uh, now, this one was a surprise to me because this is one of the ones when I looked at it because when you said it last week and I went for the track listing and I was picking out the songs which I thought would be really good I'm looking forward to listening to I'd Hey and I had that as, as, as a 10 but when I listened to it I thought it's not quite a 10 it's only a 9 uh, and it wasn't as good as I remember for some reason it's different to the rest isn't yeah. it it's sort of it's a different type of song which I quite liked um, yeah I mean 9 Nine's yeah, good. 9's good but I thought it was a 10 and it wasn't I knocked a point off it uh, next I have Silver which I thought was a 6 it's just one of those I don't know I couldn't really get into it that's that's a that's that's no it's zero it's horrendous yeah. it's just some weird cowboy thing or something so i had a look in the archives okay. and there's a song called manta ray which was a b-side it sounds like you know cracky e. jones and mr greaves it's that sort yeah, of yeah. thing would have been so much better there than that song yeah, no. i think most things would have been better i thought that was terrible and oh gouger way what was that the last song. The last song, Gouge yeah, Away. About, you didn't give it a yeah, 10? Yeah, no, about to come to that. We haven't got to that yet. We're on silver. So, Gouge Away, I gave oh. a 9 to. I thought it was really good. No, it's a 10. It's, it's a, a 10. 10. It's a 10. It's a 10. It's what? It's 100% I did a like 10. it. It's maybe... Yeah, it's maybe better than Wave of Mutilation. And it, Ooh. It's maybe better than Monkey's Gone to Heaven. Nah. Okay. Controversial. No. I. It does the loud, quiet bit so good, and the, the chorus... Oh, no, 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 it's a 10. Okay. I shall go back and re-listen to it and see if I can prop it up an extra. I changed my mind on Cemetery Gates. Anything is possible. So what I did was I noticed there was um, a 25th anniversary version on Spotify, which is where I got the B-sides oh, from. Okay. So I had to listen to them. Then it's got the demos for this album. Right. Are they better? They are fucking magic. It's like garagey band. All the polish is gone. It's grungy. It's just, it's raw. It's bloody brilliant well this is the thing you've got to bear in mind because it's easy to forget that this was 1989 this was pre-Nirvana pre-Pearl Jam yeah. it was pre all these bands that we, we'll probably listen to it now and we would we would compare it wouldn't we we'd, we'd listen to it and compare it think yeah. how's it compared to all these bands that we used to listen to but actually all those bands weren't around it was 1989 and if you think about what was before it it sounded like nothing yeah I mean it was completely fresh absolutely so, I mean, Genius. I've got a lot of love for the Pixies. Again, it's not my favourite album they've ever done, but I think it's, uh, it's, a, it's a damn good album still. And it's got tens on it. Any any album which has got tens on, in my eyes, is worth a listen. So, what about the cover? The cover, isn't there a monkey in some kind of mathematical symmetry pattern thing? Yeah. Yeah, it, it reminds me of those early REM covers. It's just a bit, bit yeah. nothingness, really. Nice 1980s clever cover isn't it yeah I'm just looking at it now so we've got a monkey his head's in a circle he's got a halo because he's going to heaven there's some numbers it's fine I mean I probably could have knocked that up in a few minutes on photoshop but you know <laughs> it's the 80s it wasn't that easy in the 80s that probably took somebody five yeah. days so what do you think of the album Nick yeah yeah I don't know I like Matt you know, I think Surfer Rose is a better album overall but there's still some tens on it and you know, Monkey Going to Heaven and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's a good album. Uh, not their best. 
Superb. So we didn't do the uh, poll, did we? I thought you said, did you not say? I went to um, the poll, but I think we did. I think we got distracted. Oh, okay, literally okay. got the attention spans of, of children. Uh, oh, by the way, Surfer Rosa will appear. See, that's how it happens. That's why we move on to different subjects. <laughs> so let's do, let's do the poll. It's good that <laughs> Surfer Rosa will, will appear, though. So we had 32 votes. Can we guess what the winner was? The Smiths. The Smiths, obviously. Yes, obviously. by... 66 to 33 yeah 66 to 33 exactly so 22 votes so we're not going to call out the people who got it right but we will call out the people who voted pick C so we have Lindy Mack Neil Winwood, John Thompson Brett Fitzgerald Jill Biggins Carl Shelley Fraser Bateman who I believe is your friend Chris uh, oh, Julie yeah. Mills, who's my friend. Well, a lot of these are my friends, actually. Gav Cooper, Adrian Riley, and Mark Pratt. Uh, so they all voted for the Pixie. So 33 votes, not too bad. And you know what I, I found really, really nice about this poll? I put an option on there for, I hate polls, stop bugging me. Nobody voted for it. Not one person. It's Everyone liked one of everyone, the albums. That's everyone so liked one of the albums. That's the first that time. is the first time, and 33 votes... So, not too shabby at all. Good day's work. Right, I've not had a lot of time to listen to the playlist this week because I keep moaning about how busy I've been, but I've really been, I've been out all the time. So I'm going to get the the playlist up, but I'm going to be honest with you, I probably haven't got a, a great deal to say about it. So, you guys had to chase me. I think it was Chris that chased me for the playlist and it was on Sunday, wasn't it? And the, the, No, no Monday, Monday. Monday at work, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'll go listen to the playlist. I'm like, it's not here. So, so what happened was, I di- I put, started compiling the playlist on like Wednesday the week before, and just added new tracks as as I was finding them from the bands that we normally like. I was putting the playlist on. Then I got to Saturday morning. Thought right, I'll have a playthrough of it, and then I sent it to Chris and Nick. But I had a playthrough of it. And I wasn't particularly feeling it. I thought there's a lot of bands and a lot of songs in here which we should like, but none of them were particularly making me excited to listen to them again. So I thought right, I'm just gonna make some changes and send it over but then I just lost track of time and then you had to chase me for it so that's why it was like none of it's really exciting me and I chose the majority of it so I'm completely to blame but I'm not sure if have you guys had much chance to listen to it I've listened to it a few times okay um yeah. let's just go through it then so Elevate Hum Declan McKenna was the first song now I love Declan McKenna I've raved about him on this show a few times I don't think this is the strongest song uh, and I love the guy I think Ooh. it's Bang average. I don't think it's I th- anything to I said about. that it sounds like Bombay Bicycle Club, and I'm calling this genre Caribbean indie, which I officially hate. So from now on, if I don't like something, it's been called Caribbean <laughs> indie, and it can just bog off. Okay, so it's a. You know what? It's just a bit chilled out, and it's trying to be like, you know, but that's not normally like holiday him. Vibes. Normally, he does really strong pop songs. It's, it's, I put normally has punky, spiky choruses. Where are they? Yes, I completely agree. And it, it really hurts me to say that because I'm rooting for the guy. I love I love him to bits. I've seen him live a couple of times. Yeah. I love both of his albums. But this yeah. was just a... love everything else he's done. A bit of a flat one for me. Anyway, let's hope the rest of the album's better because actually the first two singles, this is the first single off the new album. The first two have been phenomenal. So let's just hope this yeah. is an album track that just slipped through. Okay, the next song we've had him before. It's Bill Ryder-Jones. We talked last time how he used to be in, was it Cast? And he's now gone solo. And this one, I you said the coral was it the coral. I knew it began with C. <laughs> so 
<laughs> close, my heart, very close. Uh, so I really like this one actually. It's it's morose. It's uh, it's lovely. It's if tomorrow starts. I can't remember what it's called. If tomorrow starts without me, I thought, and it's lovely strings. It's nice vocals. I I think this is probably the one of the strongest songs on the playlist. What do you think, guys? I really liked it. I think it suits the time of year as well. It's got Xmasy cuddles going on, hasn't yeah. it? Super. Um, and he's it, got a really nice voice. It's just a bit different, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I like him. Uh, I think he's definitely up and coming. I mean, everyone's probably going, we've heard yeah, of him for years. But, you know, <laughs> he's, he's starting to break through bigger ways than he used yeah, to. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think... I think that's a really good song. I've listened. That's the one song on the playlist I keep going back and listening to. Uh, next, we have Liam Finn, which is the son of uh, Neil Finn, who I'm a massive fan of Neil Finn. Okay. Uh, again, I I thought I was going to love this because I've loved all this previous stuff, but it I don't know. It didn't really connect with me that much. What What do you think? So I liked it. Yeah. And it reminded me of someone. I couldn't remember what the something was. Did it remind was. you of Crowded House? <laughs> His dad. No, something else. Okay. But I like the feeling of it's like, oh, this reminds me of someone, and it gave me like a good feeling, uh, like a nostalgic feeling. Okay, that's promising. Um, so, so I did quite like it. Superb. Okay, I think it's nice. Uh, next is Lightness Out of Darkness by oh. the Boxer Rebellion. Now, I normally love these guys, but again, I think it's all right. It wasn't spectacular though. So. The syncopated drums. Just what's going on? Have we lost Nick? Has Nick just got bored and left? We've lost Nick. Nick, come back. <laughs> Nick's just got bored and left. <laughs> He's not a fan of the Boxer Rebellion. He's like, fuck that. I'm having none of that shit. <laughs> he brought up that band. The, the syncopated drums, honestly, like, it's a lovely song. And then these drums are just like, do, boop, do. And you're like, it's, why? Yeah. Why are you trying to do them? I, the song doesn't need that. It actually just makes the song worse. Then it kind of all comes together at the end, and you're like, oh, I see what they're trying to do. But no, 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 no. Welcome back, Nick. Bad drums. Welcome back. Internet. Died on me completely there. I don't know what happened. Don't leave us, Nick. We're nothing without you. <laughs> you I haven't even been saying that much this whole podcast because my, my internet is just being ridiculously slow I don't know why you don't need to say anything you just sit there and let me look at you that's all I need out of life Nicholas. I'll just sit here and judge you both <laughs> well, we presume that's happening anyway judge yourself <laughs> judge yourself that was uh, Maddox wasn't it fantastic yeah from the Judge Dredd soundtrack that never got released yeah okay and then they released it and it was just amazing it was good oh they should they should re-release the film with that just playing it all the way through it that'd be amazing I'd yeah. pay money to go see that at the cinema Okay, moving on from the Boxer Rebellion. Oh, before we move on from the Boxer Rebellion, have you listened to any of their previous stuff, anyone? Yes, I have actually. I'm going to say, I was going to bring this up. I can't remember what the album's called, but let me find it. I randomly... Now, this this is actually quite funny. Uh, Ocean by Ocean. Album from 2016, right? Never heard of them before. It kind of popped up. I was quite drunk, and I went, "Oh, that's a pretty cover. Let's listen to it." <laughs> that was, that that was it. Was I was just like, "It's a pretty cover. I'll listen to the album." It's quite good. It's a good methodology to find good music. Yeah, I quite like all the stuff they've done so far. Uh, when they first came out, I thought they were a bit middle of the road, but as they've progressed, they've got a bit more exciting. So I, I've got a lot of time for them. I always check out the stuff when they release it. Okay, so next we had Peter Gabriel who has released a new album and I absolutely love this album and I've loved all the uh, singles off it so far so um, again, this is another highlight for me out of 
a lot of not of the greatest songs going. This is probably great, and it's his first album in God knows how long. Uh, I could put a number on there, but I'd be guessing it's probably first album about fifteen or sixteen years. And it's Peter Gabriel, the guy's a god. What do we think? So I only know about th- three or four or five Peter Gabriel songs, you know, historically. Oh yeah, I've got three or five more than me. <laughs> so what what did you think of this one then? I just think it's absolutely fantastic. It is good, isn't it's it? Just so well done, and the production's just brilliant. Yeah, and he's got one of those voices. It just builds and it changes. You know, his voice is brilliant. Yeah. I mean, he must be sixty odd. He must be. It's just, it's just incredible. Check out the album if yeah. you like that. You'll love the album. Yeah, I've ordered it on vinyl. I was quite surprised. That's how good it is. When you're like Peter Gabriel's here, and I'm like, oh god, Peter Gabriel is this going to be like weird African music or something? But it's not. Are you confusing him with uh, Paul Simon? <laughs> did they not all do that in the eighties? Yeah, I think uh, Paul Simon did it more than most, though, didn't he? Oh, okay. With the Graceland album, that not was all fun. African drums. Was it African? Oh my god, I don't want to alienate any African listeners. (laughs) I'm sorry, Africa, if if it wasn't your drums. Okay, super. There's no Africans listening yet. Yes, but this can interrupt, right? Peter Gabriel's 73. 73? That's impressive. Wow, I didn't think it was Mm -hmm. such a good song for a 73 year old. I love the fact you've got so many people these days, like just in the middle age to old age, releasing great music. It never used to be the case. It always used to be the case that you got past 50, you made shit music, but like, you got Nick Cave, Peter Gabriel. Just because you're old these days, there's no limits. And I think it's because people these days, when they get old, they're not old, are they? People still look like a young mentality. I remember there was this meme going around on Facebook. I'm sorry, I'm just popping on now, but there's a meme going around Facebook with a, a 60 year old from this year some celebrity versus 60 year old from the 1970s and I swear to god they look like they're about 30 years apart the, the 60 year old yeah. from the 1970s whatever it was looked like he was about 120 years old compared to the young hipster 60 year old these days so it is changing I think it's changing for the better we're not ageist on this program we like old people that's why we're here okay uh, petroleum yard act what do we think I just put, it's just awful. And then I put, no, 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 that's unfair. It's just really bad. Okay. I don't think it's the Yardak's best song, if I'm being honest. Uh, I said, it's like a bad Beck song. <laughs> Poor Beck. You know? Yeah. Not that Beck's bad, just it's like a bad Beck song. Like they're trying to be, let's go in and we'll do a song like Beck and we'll do it really badly. I just think it was a bit formulaic. Yeah. There was nothing, I just seems to be lacking a decent chorus and any kind of change. I don't know. It just didn't quite do it for me. Uh, Nick, you liked Yardax in the past. Are you feeling this one? Are you thinking, nah? Yeah, again, that's another Yardax song. I'm like, meh. It's just a bit meh. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll pass on that one. Okay, superb. Okay, so the next one is The English Teacher, the world's biggest paving slab which I really like. I like English Teacher. They did uh, the Daffodil song we had on our playlist a few weeks back. I like this one as well. I think it's really good. Thoughts? Just really good, not generic indie, that's unfair, just really good popular indie, like the um, the Last Dinner Party, like Wet Leg, like them, you know, just really good commercial indie pop. But that, that's our bag. We like that. So Done well. Done well. Yeah, yeah. I'll just put that out. Done. Yard Act, it was done well. 
English teacher touring around at the moment because the uh, loads of my Facebook friends went to see him a few nights ago. I was a bit annoyed I didn't go myself, but I'll hopefully see them soon. Okay, next is your selection, Chris, The Tower of Future Islands. I love this. I thought it was really good. Yeah, the first few times I heard it, I'm like, oh, it's just another Future Island song. But oh my God, it grows on you and just grows on you and grows on you. It's just, I think it's up there with their best. Yeah, no, I think it is as well. Uh, we're going to Bearded Fairy uh, next year. Bearded Fairy Festival on there, headlining, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm hoping he does the Ricky Gervais <laughs> dance for uh, Seasons. That's, that's what I want to see. <laughs> We can but hope. Uh, A band to be known for a dance, eh? That's what you want. It's like when people come to our gigs and they say, that was a really good cover version. You're like, ace, because I want you to leave being happy about the cover version. (laughs) (laughs) Right, uh, last song on the playlist before we have the big reveal about next week. Actually, we're doing the Christmas thing next. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, The boy from the plantation, James Dean Bradfield. Again, I love this. Uh, It's in from in exile with chris uh sorry nick this is your your ad and uh it's made me yeah. want to go back and listen to that album even more because i really enjoyed it i thought it was great well you should it's a great album well i've added it onto my uh, downloads so <clears throat> i will listen to it probably over the next couple of weeks if i haven't got too much homework from this show but we'll see yeah. but i actually i thought the vocals were great on it tip prime james dean bradfield fantastic stuff cool right so, are we doing a big reveal for next week? I know we talked about doing a Christmas show, and the idea was for the Christmas show that we pit the two greatest albums in our eyes, well, up there, against each other, and then do a Christmas playlist. Is that what we're going with? I think so. I think that's a great I idea. Think, Nick, do you think that's a great idea? We're going to decide what the two greatest albums are. So, uh, Oh, well, you're not on the text. He was on the text. You were what the albums were. Just text... I was really busy today. I was scared. Girl, you better check your texts. <laughs> you best check yourself before you wreck yourself, Nicholas. Okay, look at a sec. I'll go and check my texts well, now. I'm just talk amongst yourselves. I'm not... Lumpy, lumpy. <laughs> I'm not going to say what the albums are because it's Chris's big reveal. That's This is Chris. Chris's part of the show. Chris, reveal what we're going to be listening to as our Christmas special. So, we are pitting the 453rd best album of all time, <laughs> Manic Street Preachers, The Holy Bible. <gasps> against the 478th best album of all time Swede's Dog Man Star. can I just say that's fucking bollocks they should be one and two no joint joint one okay so <laughs> it's so low so basically the Manics won that one we can skip to New Year's show now <laughs> no I I, I, I honestly I couldn't call it I would think it's going to be in hard. my head I think that the Holy Bible might just edge it just because of the power but I don't know we'll see I th- I think two things are going to happen. <laughs> Matt's going to do a spreadsheet. Yep. Oh. And then he's going to fudge the figures like a good manager does so they're identical. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> you little fudger. I'm a little fudger. But it's got Asphalt World on it as well, and Asphalt World's like a 15. And then he'll molest one of his employees. They're <laughs> <laughs> 15. So this is my idea for the Christmas playlist, right? We can only add four tracks each. Four of your favourite nice. Christmas tracks each you get to add. So we've got 12 tracks. Then we will go through and pull apart each of his selections and humiliate each other. Super. What if Ca- you've only got three favourite Christmas songs, though? Pardon? I said, what if you've only got three favourite Christmas songs? I don't have four. <laughs> then, then it's homework. You need to go find another one. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put a bonus track on as well. Like a hidden track. Can I put my band's Christmas song on here? We, we, the last guys had a Christmas song. Can I enter well, that one? Okay, so... <laughs> 
So, well, yeah, that's so because there's two bonus tracks because I'm putting my mate's um, Fraser song on as well. So there'll be two bonus tracks. Very good. Right. Well, that's us done, guys. And we've actually managed to curtail it to what time is it? 44 minutes. That saved me 10 minutes of editing. Woohoo! <laughs> Nobody start rattling on for another 10 minutes now. Just all fuck off. <laughs> Well, we can say bye to the viewers, okay, we can well, do that. Listeners. listeners, and then we can just bang on ourselves. Listen, all 16 of you bloody beautiful people who listen to us every week, despite the fact that I've had a full-on call for the last five weeks. <laughs> Thank you very much, and we shall say goodbye. See you later. Bye now. Woohoo! Bye, bye, Why am I waving? Nobody can see this. Later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good.